Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. I feel like I've been writing a lot about the little church that I'm a part of. We are not more holy because we're small. We're not more perfect because we're small. And we're not more sanctified because we are a poorer congregation. I guess it just seems that it's all right there, right in front of you, to see the struggles and the joys of the church in a face-to-face manner, in real and palpable ways, in real life. So here's a celebration. The Parsonage had a furnace air conditioning problem, and the part alone was outside of the weekly budget. And the pipes in the church building were causing all kinds of problems, which were also outside of the budget. At the end of the worship service, a special offering was taken, and throughout the week, some of the folks dropped off a little more to meet the needs. The neighbor across the street heard about the needs and brought over $100 to help out. And when it was all over, the parsonage and the church building were fixed, and there was even a little more left over to take care of the need of one of the faith family members. This little miracle reminded me of what Paul wrote about the Macedonian church to the Corinthians. We want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. Entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in the service to the Lord's people. In really difficult times, the Macedonians overflowed with the joy of generosity. They pleaded to participate in the grace of giving, and they gave more than they were capable of giving. A miracle of God in the midst of regular people doing what is beyond humanly possible. So how do the story of the little miracle at our church and the miracle of the Macedonians encourage you today? Here are a few ideas and some thoughts for folks like us on the way to the extraordinary. Number one, think about a miracle of generosity that you have experienced. If you get the chance today, share it with someone. Number two, have you ever been the generous one in the miracle of generosity that you experienced? How did you give beyond what you were capable of truly giving? Number three, if you were blessed to receive the miracle of generosity, how did that feel? And how did you tell others about it? Number four, celebrate our miracle-working God who provides testimonies of his goodness, his grace, and his generosity through brothers and sisters in Christ. And last, number five, generosity is a radical departure from the self-centered scarcity and greed in our cultures. Be a part of this radical movement. 
The extraordinary life is a life of radical generosity. It is a journey into the heart of our generous God, and it is a wild ride into the miracles of the God who gives us the capacity to give beyond ourselves and our resources. Radical generosity is a phenomenal testimony of how great and amazing God's great adventure for our lives can be. God calls us into the miracle, then gives us the ability to see him bless in ways we may have never thought imaginable. So as you think about living a life of radical generosity today, and perhaps giving beyond what you believe is your capacity, a great place to start can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom? God bless you today as you live the extraordinary life. And remember that with God and with each other, we can.